Abed and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here, happy Sunday, hope you're all doing well. And, first off, we've got an, a voicemail from the Melodious, uh, Lone Star over at Melodious Maze, my Meltdown. So, go ahead, Lone Star, old boy. Hey, Glenn. The old Lone Star Dungeon Master calling in. Just wanted to offer you some congratulations on hitting old 365. That is one full American year of podcasting. You know, you are one season down and 12 to go on catching up with old Lone Star here on the Melophorus, uh, Melogorous, Melogorous, miasma uh, meltdown so you know keep up the good work and uh love your brother and you know support your local dungeon master well thank you thank you very much for those well wishes if nobody's heard his show melodious maze my meltdown and you know podcasts if you know old school gaming podcasts or bo- gaming podcasts you should listen to him because he does very very funny parodies of these shows he did one of mine and i feel honored and he did a couple other friends of mine's show and he's just great stuff so thank you very much lone star i appreciate it well 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 let's see i was thinking about skills versus non-skills actually i was thinking about something more specific than that if you're at a table and you have a player or more and this includes the game master who has specialized knowledge on certain things, you don't always have to give them the skills for it if you're using a skill system. In fact, that's why I I kind of I kind of rely on a non-skill system. I still like the secondary skills idea and the talents from tunnels and trolls. But the point is, you give them you give them some you can give them a leg up if they know something and they have their character reflect that because i've seen people who's like okay i'm this so my character is going to be this and if it flies in that kind of medieval fantasy setting or any other setting for that matter i would give them a leg up on it maybe if you're using a skill system a couple extra points and things see this is why i like to use secondary because secondary skills and talents and things can apply to anything you don't have to it, it to me it eliminates the can I do this question? What you do is you decide you can do it, convince the game master, and then the game master is the one who gives you the, the, the advantage on that. For instance, I, a while ago, quite a years ago, was playing an ADD game, and I decided I wanted to be I don't know if I was an elf or... No, I probably was a human. I wanted to be an archer and actually run an archery school or have an archery shop or something in town. And I didn't know at the time, my friend my friend Mark, that was one of his hobbies. And he knew archery, so he said, here. He kept giving me a little extra equipment. He says, here, take this for your hands, take this for your hands. And it was a role... Yes, it was a role-playing thing, but it helped me to hit things better and do more. He want these arrows and not those arrows and things like that. And he just like gifted me all this stuff out of my equipment because 
he knew archery. He, he knew competitive archery. And, okay, good, thank you. I mean, that's just a mundane, a mundane example. I'll give you a more recent example. I was playing in Matt Evans' basic RCD&D game that he just recently started. And one of the unfortunately, this character died, but I tried to keep him alive. He asked me to keep him alive, but I didn't do a very good job, I guess. But the point is, I had, he says, he says, he he's, puts a great emphasis on encumbrance as far as movement goes. Because he's trying to do it by the book. All right, fine, I'll play along. So he says, says, well, what kind of equipment do you got? And I just rattle off what any character would have. I got a backpack, a bedroll, a 50-foot, a rope, uh, flint and steel, rations, my weapon, my armor, and I said, and a Dutch oven. He said, a Dutch oven? And he says, well, I'm the cook. And he said, tell you what, that Dutch oven does not count towards your encumbrance. You are not encumbered by that Dutch oven, just because he liked it. He liked the idea, because I was thinking about it. I said I was the cook, and so I have a Dutch oven. And I probably have like some spices and other things like that, part of my rations. So you let me have it. The reason that is because I'd I'd been watching. I'm not saying I have the skills, but I've been watching on YouTube a lot of survival and bushcraft videos about, and and also like the recreationists, like Townsend and Sons. I've been watching that, and I've been watching Cold Cracker Bushcraft, and they have these videos where. Like Townsend, Charles Townsend and Sons will talk about food in the 18th century, camp in the 18th century, what soldiers ate on the run, how to make this, taking recipes out of old, out of old cookbooks from the period and things like that, and recreating them and using them for their recreation stuff that they do, and showing me these recipes, which make me very hungry, and. I just, and the, one of the things they, they said is one of the best things you can have when you're out is a Dutch oven. And they showed you how to use a Dutch oven for several things. And it just works like a tr- And so I started thinking like that when I made my character. It was an elf. And I said, well, I'm the cook because I have the Dutch oven because I can do a lot like this. And I watch Cold Cracker Bushcraft, so I know, you know, about the about cooking in camp and how to build a fire, how to what kind of tools you need, how to make something you need, you know, this and that and the other thing. And so I started playing that up and he loved it. And so he started giving me advantage on that stuff for a short time he the character lived. But that's what I'm saying. If you've got if your player or the GM has some special knowledge, that's how you work the skill aspect of it in. Because, once again, these characters were not just fully formed with a backpack and a sword and armor. They came from somewhere and they learned something. Whether it was an apprenticeship or being a farmer or whatever. So, you have that. That's why I like secondary skills. And my son, like a Sonashim Sergeant Illusionist, his secondary skill is woodworker. And he's an illusionist. And sleight of hand, which means he was a stage magician at one time, and he learned all this. So he could either throw a spell off or just do sleight of hand. So, But that was a secondary thing. And I'm sure if there's a case that came up and I would say, hey, Carlos, look, 
I'm trying to get this guy. I'm going to keep this guy occupied while the other people sneak in. I'm going to show him a magic trick or two because part of my equipment is I've got, I said I have like magic props, like three or four balls and ring, or rings, a deck of cards, you know, stuff I would have on me. You know, a deck of cards would be easy because everybody's got a deck of cards or a tarot deck or something like that. So, I, and I would go, okay, let me distract this guy. I'm going to, I'm going to roll on my, on my dexterity for my slide because I used to do stage, stage magic, sleight of hand. So I am going to do a future card tricks for this guy. Hey, watch this. Boom, 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 boom. While these guys are sneaking by, and he will give me, and he'll take like make a dex roll or something like that. He would he would do stuff like, okay, you get a plus two or a plus three to your dex, or if this guy is not paying, give him a minus to like his perception and or intelligence or wisdom. If you're going to use those, so that's how I work skills in. If something breaks on our cart, and I know woodcraft, I could help get the wheel fixed or something i wouldn't be as good as like say a somebody like a blacksmith or somebody who works like that but i know woodworking so i could help and that would add probably points to the role at the end of the day for him if i helped him so think about those things and think about a secondary career because they can be really useful guy gax was on to something but he never got to finish it so I would I would pursue that way and think about other unusual skills that your players have or the game master has that can apply that situation in a character, which I think is a good thing. So, all right, I'll I'll leave you with that. I'm going to go start my day, and you know that if you can always you can always talk to me about this or argue or give me some stuff or whatever, you can drop me an email at oldmangrognar@gmail.com. Or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are funded right now. I actually am monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program. And I would thank you. And thank you again to my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos. And don't forget about the Yawning Owlbear, Mark C. Walring's podcast. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.